Hey everybody and welcome to an explosive wild ride with Steve-O. We've got Chris Pontius and if you thought our first podcast with him was epic, this one is insane. And why am I sitting in front of a bunch of portraits of Elvis? Yeah, it's because I'm in Graceland right now on tour and I'm kicking off a pretty serious leg. So if you're somewhere in America, you might wanna check my tour schedule to see if I'm going your way. And I gotta say, I love everything about being on tour, except for just one thing, man. I don't have my bidet from hellotushy.com. Why is it so important to me? And why do I name Hello Tushy as my favorite sponsor of this podcast? Because I'm telling you, if you've never used a bidet, it will change your life. It changed my life. I'm telling you, and that was with their basic standard bidet. Now they've got this new device called the Tushy Ace. It's a whole toilet seat to replace your toilet seat and at the push of a button it warms up. It prepares your water to the temperature that you prefer as soon as you sit on it. Like you push the button on a remote control that just sticks to your wall with a magnet by the toilet. You push the button and it just starts power cleaning your butthole with this refreshing blast of water. I'm I'm in love with it, and when I'm on the road, I miss it real bad. But you don't have to miss it ever. And you can get 10% off your order at hellotushy.com slash stevo. That's right, you gotta use slash stevo after hellotushy.com for 10% off your order. And like I said, it's going to change your life. I swear by it, I love it, and I feel like just lost without it. But hey man, I'm on a rock tour, and I'm in the home of the king of rock and roll, so I'm gonna deal with it, but you don't have to. Now, let's get into it. All right, dude. So. So we'll yeah. dive right in. Yeah, enough of this shop talk. <laughs> um, how am, am I, am I good? Like this You're with the mic? Rad. So, uh, here we go. The, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, the return of Chris Pontius. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's great back. to be in your van. Dude, I fucking wanted to make sure I was professional and that we didn't retread over the same subject matter that we did on your first podcast. I know. So I watched the whole first one, and I was totally impressed by it. Yeah, it's good. Like It's really yeah. fucking good. We talked about a lot of things I don't think were ever covered in interviews before, Like, which is it's rad. Like It really right. is good. He yeah, we, we set the bar. Yeah, we, we, it we, is. It was really good. We we set the bar impossibly fucking high. Yeah, it is impossibly high. So I mean, oh my god, <laughs> we're gonna have to really drop the hammer. We're gonna have to really drop the hammer. Yeah, we, we are. have to dig deep. Yeah. God. Um. So so we're, we're, this is, this is your first time in this van. Last my, time was on Zoom. Yes, my first time performing. I had a big COVID beard. Yeah. As they call them at the time. I've trimmed myself up today. I mean, dude. Did you, did you grow a big beard during that period? I did not. I've never seen you with a beard. I, I, I grew an afro, but, <laughs> uh, but I kept shaving. 
I always seen you with a, mus- a mustache at one point in time. Yeah, you ever have a beard, Steve? Um, I never have had a beard. Maybe I had a little oh, bit of a goatee. You did a have a goatee I thought before. You I had a little goatee <laughs> that I grew while I was in a psychiatric ward for three weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's in the ward. Yeah. Like a crazy person. The doctors see the goatee, they're like, oh, he's not getting better, that's for sure. <laughs> I have a psychiatric ward. I know we both dabbled in, in some, um, you know, crazy behavior. And, and like ended up in psychiatric um, centers, it, like even if even briefly. Did you ever deal with like a mean like nurse ratchet type orderly? Because I I have. I don't remember that, but I do remember it being pretty scary. And there were certain people in one of the psych wards I was in who were like just trapped and couldn't get out. Yeah. What? It's yeah, like they'd been there for for a long time. How do you not get out? Well, because because like you get you're you're there for a psychiatric evaluation is what a fifty one fifty is. Yeah, and you're constantly being evaluated. So if like the the staff of the psychiatric ward evaluate you and deem you unfit to be released, they just fucking keep you, dude. You're at their mercy. Were you worried that you were never going to get out? Or I, I was never particularly worried about not getting out, but I, but I was stuck in there for three weeks, you know, like the one time, and 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 how many evaluations? It was my own psychiatrist wouldn't let me out. <laughs> <laughs> how often are you evaluated? I mean, I think it's sort of an ongoing thing. It's pretty, pretty yeah. damn often. Right. But yeah, there were people who were freaking the fuck out. In my first psych ward. They, Alan Watts was talking about a study they did in the university back in the day where like, they had a bunch of college students check themselves in to a psych ward uh-huh. and then try to get out. And Whoa. then when they got in there, they're like, no, no, this is a school project. You don't understand. Like, we're trying to get out. And they're uh-huh. like, sorry, there's, you're in. There's yeah. some like sadistic people in, in some. like People smearing shit all over the walls. Hey, no, there's like, some people that work there, too, like, uh, are just, I'm not saying everyone, but there's some sadistic yeah. people that, like, I think they, like, it's a power I, thing. The, yeah, the power thing. Like, what I noticed one night in Miami, I, you weren't there, Scott. Fortunately, me and Steve were out on the town. <laughs> yeah, this is a story that we told. Oh, we did. We, we told that story fully on the first. When one. you when oh, you did. like okay. woke up on but top of the car. But people didn't see it. You guys partied hard in Miami. Uh, yeah, when I woke up on the yeah. car naked. But what? So when I was in whatever version of the hospital, like the psych ward of the hospital, there was this one like orderly that was like. I was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go to my hotel after presenting at the Latin Music Awards. And he's like, You're getting a little too excited. I think someone needs a Valium. And I was like, No, just take me back to my hotel. And I'm like, Yeah. I was, oh God, it was horrible. Like he was yeah. a freak. And the policeman had to like break it up. You're yeah. Like, okay, I'll Damn. take a Valium, but I really gotta get out of here. <laughs> no, I was, I was over Valium at that point. That's how. That's what got me there. <laughs> right. Oh, well, it was God. more of a mixture of it cocaine mixture. and. It was. A, I mixed. A, yeah. I I didn't get my. But Did yeah. you get the jab in the butt? No. You the booty juice. You got the booty I got, juice? I got, I got pepper the, sprayed. Yeah. God, and it hurt. That's what I always ask Knoxville, what hurt most of the yeah. self-defense test. he's always he's said. Like, he always says pepper spray. And yeah. I, I, I've never been shot by a gun, thank God, but... but Pepper spray is horrible. Like it's yeah. so gnarly. It's yeah. so gnarly. After I got pepper sprayed, I told every girl like your little taser thing. Like throw that away. It does nothing. That's what I tell. Pepper I tell, spray. I know, and I give girls that I know like pepper spray. In South Africa, I gave everyone pepper spray. I was like, yeah. carry this with you, and then they go out for a walk, not bring the pepper spray, get mugged, and like, why didn't you have that? I told you, <laughs> you yep. practiced it, like. Because seriously, it should give you so much confidence. Like, yeah, the good stuff. It, you're, you're just like, shut down with pepper so spray. So funny how like at, at any time when we had security, 
I always got in more trouble because we had security. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it would give me this sense of confidence. Like, when we, we filmed uh, Jackass Number 2 in New Orleans, and uh, we um, had, like, armed security with us. Right. And, and uh, I was responsible for for uh, riling up some folks who ended up, um, like, really badly assaulting Jeff Tremaine. Right. Yeah. You Why? shoved him. I shoved him. Yeah, I think we, we probably told that story on the train. Why would you have security? Like what? Uh, it was post Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans, and like crime was just going crazy, and like everything was in in pretty um, unstable shape. I think they just made like all productions have security, and I wasn't there when you initially pushed the guy, but yeah, so you pushed these guys came. They were from yep. a, like a group of people in New Orleans that I they think had some I, beef with Bam or something apparently with CKY mm. apparently they'd yeah. gotten into a, a fight at like at the House of Blues during a CKY show and so they heard the jackass guys are in this hotel so these guys like show up that would never be in this lounge and they, they go I guess I wasn't yeah, down the guy goes up happened. to Knoxville he says hey why don't you buy me a drink you're rich fucking buy me a drink and Knoxville says I did I got you a white Russian, but I might have cummed in it. And then I go up and fucking shove the dude across the whole bar into the arms of our security dude who drags him out. And uh, that that kind of riled him up a little bit. To, well, that'll to, do it. <laughs> later, yeah, later on, some of the guys were at a bar. and I was with him, and I went to go get a sandwich. And then Shauna calls me and was like, Jeff got a got a bike lock like smashed over his head. And that wouldn't happen if Pontius was there. Uh -huh. No, I, I, I you know what? I would have stopped it from happening. You know, yeah, kept it cool. You like, would have disarmed him. I would have disarmed him. You would have submitted him. Submitted <laughs> <laughs> him. Maybe a little late. Maybe maybe a little late. Yep. After he tapped, I'd let him go. <laughs> yeah, dude. So 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 you've moved from the heart of Hollywood. I moved out to the valley. To the valley. Yeah, I got out of there. I was over it. But, um, yeah, so I'm stoked out here. Now, you had that house that you moved out of for fucking damn near 20 years. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, I, I bought it, like, God, before I remember, even I remember, Wild Boys. I, I remember, well, no, you, you were buying it when... Uh, when Jackass the movie came out. That's right. Because I remember at the time when Jackass the movie came out in 2002, I was like, Chris, we're like hot shit right now. We got a movie out. You got to fucking tour the world. We got to fucking... And you were like, oh, I'm like trying to like do all this stuff with my new house. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Like right now, like tour the world, make tons of money, buy a bigger house. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so I got that house and that was around, I think it was around when I was doing that Charlie's Angels thing. So right. I, I briefly, I when you see that, I, I got hired like to work for a week on Charlie's Angels, the, the movie, full throttle. I mean, dude, one week and it turned into like turned okay. into like months. And so I just would sit there with all like the stuntmen and we just get paid for doing nothing. Every they couldn't get their act together for all like the action scenes. So I just sit there and play guitar. Everyone was just getting paid double overtime every day, and it was the best deal ever. It was fun. Like everyone was really cool. And so yeah, I saved up a lot of money. Just, I but you were in Charlie's Angels? That, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Full Throttle. So that's one. like a sequel. Okay. Yeah. Like, you were a so they, they, for the women? I, I, was, uh, I was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was... Yeah. You were Lucy Liu? No, but I was doing... I was I was basically in all these fight scenes with the stuntmen, so... And I was I was supposed to be like some sort of mobster. Gotcha. How, how did you get that, that role? Because I don't know why. Like, I... They just called me to come be in it. They're like, oh, we got we got a job for you. I tried out for like a... Uh, a, uh, a different part like that actually got cut from the movie and then they called me 
So that I never got that role. And then they called me back and said if I wanted to work for a week or two. And then it turned out to be months. And so, like, they had, like, the stunt team from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon there, and all these crazy ropes and all this set up. And it just, like, they couldn't, like... I don't know. It was weird. Like, they couldn't get it organized quick enough, and the studio kept changing the script. And and uh, so we just would sit there, like... And they'd be like, we might film, we might film. And they would go to double overtime every day. Wow. And and so what, you were sitting around with the stuntmen and they got you jazzed on the idea of buying a house? No, that's that job helped me buy that house. Though. Oh, gotcha. But, I mean, like, it, 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 you certainly had it in 2002. And I think that was a reasonably good time to buy a house, yeah, right? Well, yeah, was like, like, at the time, everyone was like, oh, like, it's stuff so high. And then, like, a few months after I bought it, stuff just jacked up. And then now, like... When I sold it, I, I earned a lot of money on it. And then, I bet. And then when I bought this house, like, a few months after it, I bought that, everything went crazy again. Like, so, yeah. Timing. So you're, so you're doing quite well with the real estate. I'm doing all right with the real estate. Yeah. It's a sound investment. We Man bought a house in, uh, like, right in, like, Marina Del Rey, like, on uh, the boardwalk. Hermosa. Like some, Hermosa, oh, yeah, Hermosa, yeah. Hermosa. Like, uh, yeah, Hermosa Beach, like, right on the beach. It's a beautiful fucking house. And, uh, like, that was, like, 2009, I think. And then he sold it not that long ago for over double what he bought it for. Yeah, amazing. It's crazy. You probably made way more than double on yours. Yeah. The Nichols yeah. Canyon. Nichols Canyon. That was it, a beautiful place. At least place. triple. It was rad. Did you ever have water going through the creek there? Oh, yeah. Most of the time it would go through until like this like multi-year drought happened. Yeah. But yeah, it like it tr at least tripled. Like, Who wow. are your famous neighbors there? Ooh, Pontius is definitely going to talk about some famous people right now, and it's definitely going to be exciting. And you know what really gets me excited? having a huge boner yeah i said it and you know what makes me get a huge boner blue chew tablets why because they have the same active ingredient as both viagra and cialis except they only cost a fraction of the price and they're delicious man i'm telling you if you ever thought it might be fun to take a blue chew tablet and then go to town with a huge boner, well, your instincts were right because it's a lot of fun. And man, does my girl Lux love it when I creep up to her and stick out my tongue and she can see the blue on there. She goes, oh, she just screams and then I take her to pound town, baby. Yeah, and now you might be thinking, whoa, but don't I need a prescription to get Bluetooth tablets? And yeah, you do. But the good news is you don't have to go to some awkward in-person visit to the doctor because right at bluechew.com you can consult with one of their medical providers and it is fast, it is easy, it is simple, and the Bluetooth tablets are on their way to you. Plus, here's the kicker. I can get you an entire month's supply of Bluetooth tablets completely for free. If you just use the promo code Stevo at bluechew.com. Yeah, dude. All you have to pay is five bucks for shipping. You go to bluechew.com, you use the promo code Stevo for an entire month's supply of Bluetooth tablets. You only pay five bucks for shipping. Probably the greatest deal that we've ever had on this podcast, so jump on it. And now, let's get excited. <laughs> 
Henry, oh, Henry Rollins lived down the street. And wow. Yeah, the crazy thing was it wasn't like, um, you know, Steve... Um, and I don't know. Did you have a beef with Henry? Henry? I didn't have a beef with him, but we had this woman, this young, this young lass, uh-huh. uh, who, I mean, uh, there's no polite way to say it. She had been passed around the jackass cast, and uh, <laughs> and, and, and uh, Pontius and I even shared her at one time. You know, we had this, at the same time. At the same time, was that the, was that the vagina it was, it was, it was, contest? It was a New no. Year's Day. It was January first of two thousand two. Okay. Like the jackass offices were just opening, but we had not started filming jackass. The first movie yet, and uh, New Year's Day we had done like every drug in the book the night before mushrooms and <laughs> and coke and ecstasy like like cocaine. I mean, dude, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It, this it was, was a party with like the whole cast. Like New there Year's was Eve. a party, but we ended up back <laughs> in my apartment with this young lass for your own party. Yeah, for our own party, and the sun was up. It was the I had a pull-out sofa. We were on the pull-out sofa in the living room. Wow! And this remarkable occurrence happened, where we both emitted, and it, it like it hit, we were on so many drugs. We were on so many drugs. It was like it happened in slow motion. I saw our semen flying through the air, both of our semen, and it landed. It landed on this this woman at the exact same time. Coming from like different, like like coming, from, oh, and that was when she said, "I wish I had two mouths," because that would have because that would have saved her from turning her head back and forth. Oh my god! <laughs> and her neck. Oh my god! Yeah. But uh, wow. but but this this woman in particular, this 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 uh, this lady I speak of, yes, had identified Henry Rollins as uh, a love interest. <laughs> Apparently, like, uh... Was she in town visiting him? Apparently, like, she would make trips to spend time with, with him. Okay. And, uh, and, and so I just thought that was, like, so, so fascinating. And, and, uh, I would try to press her for, for information we're, about... We're both huge Rollins yeah, fans. Yeah, we, <laughs> we love Rollins. We love Rollins. You're saying this <laughs> night you tried to, or, like, you, well, no, you would see her general. over That's and over? That's why she was in town. In general. Yeah, I, I think see. it might have been why she was in town to, was to visit him, but right, I don't right. know. I can't say for sure. But I was like, I remember pressing her for information. I was like, so when you're making love with him and Rollins, he grunts, right? Tell, I, I know he does. Come on, tell, tell me he grunts. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I can't even confirm that they even had a relationship, but I just like... The, in my, the idea my, is cool. The idea went, like my, I went crazy with it. Okay. And, uh, and I went on the Howard Stern show with that young lady. <laughs> okay. And she was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I remember like... Really took a shirt off didn't she yeah immediately took her shirt off and she was rolling like a, she rolled a pool ball out of her boobs like onto a light bulb on my head breaking the light bulb like cool. really high level stuff sure. <laughs> yeah. and uh and, and i told howard stern all about my ideas of what i thought her relationship with mr rollins might have been like wow so i just assumed that mr rollins was none too pleased with me <laughs> but later he said he never even heard about any of it Huh. Which do you I believe know. that? I, I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, Who knows? well, to complete the story for people, because I've heard you tell this story before. When you, when they did the tattoo, the offer right, tattoo the on tattoo, you, they told me it was going to be Nikki Six driving right. this Hummer, and I was like snorting cocaine off a picture of me and Nikki Six 
like uh, waiting for my hero Nikki Six to show up, like as if he was going to be really impressed that I was snorting <laughs> cocaine off a picture of him. Because he was sober. Right, I think yeah. he was sober at that time. <laughs> you, you were doing this at the job site, waiting for I, I, I was doing it on so set. So it was like a little set. boy, so excited to meet his just hero doing again. Coke. I was doing it, I was blatant, dude. I was out in the open doing cocaine for the entire fucking first movie. The only scenes that I was not on cocaine for that whole first movie were the ones we filmed in Japan because I couldn't find cocaine in Japan. But uh, see, I'm just snorting, snorting coke, and they and uh, and they said, "Okay, dude, this SUV pulls up." They say, okay, Steve-O, your fucking hero, Nikki Six, has arrived. Go up and fucking go greet him. Do they and know I it go, wasn't him? They're just, and, and we I all go, knew. I go, I, go, I go up to the SUV and fucking Henry Rollins gets out. And I thought, oh my God, this is a big thing. He's going to kick my ass because he hates me. <laughs> but he was nice as could be. Yeah, super nice. He was, he was, it was so, awkward, though. He was sober, too. He's always been sober, I think. Yeah, he's like a straight, straight edge, edge guy. Yeah, yeah. Much, you're just yeah. like. But wait, Chris, you guys knew. So was the prank just like, oh, it's not Nikki Six, or was, were uh, we, we all knew? Yeah, him we were like, oh god, he's gonna be so freaked out you when, have when another line, shows Steve. up. <laughs> so you knew yeah, he'd be we scared. were so excited. Yeah, because you were there for that. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Did and you it, think Henry Rollins was gonna beat him up, or was that your hope? Or I just thought it'll be funny. I didn't know. I don't know what was gonna. I didn't. No, I didn't want him to get beaten up. Sure. If, if 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 he did like if something really happened, I'm, I mean, if it went too far, Chris would have. I would have stepped in and defended him. I always have in the past. <laughs> even when even when he might have started it. But, <laughs> but, Ride or die. But Chris like, Pine. but it was just awkward kind of. But then Henry was rad. But then you know what Henry, I did. Henry Rollins was the fucking coolest. You man. know what I did though, like. The second night, I actually like the day after I moved into my house, I had some friends over, some some girls that I was friends with, and I was like, Henry Rollins lives down the street, and they're like, Oh my god, I want to go serenade him. And this was like after <laughs> we we're home from the bar, like like super late at night, and so we walk down the street with one of them's got an acoustic guitar, and she starts singing, um, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, like to his front door, like so loud, and I just moved in. And like, and then like, you know, like we run off, you know, laughing and, uh, and then like the, the next night I'm just walking down the hill, like, and he's happens to be like out front cleaning his garage. And so I run into him stupidly. I introduced myself from Jackass and he's like, and he, I, he had to have known it was me. And I, and he's like, are you a PA? I'm like, no, I'm one of the Jackass, he, I, I, Jackass guys. And I moved up the street and, um, it was pretty obvious that it was, I was probably like involved in that serenade, but he didn't mention it. And then, um. And then years later, like Rollins had uh, Knoxville on his show. Oh yeah, what show? Uh, I think it was called the Henry Rollins Show. It was on. He had a podcast. No, it was on. Oh, like a talk show. XM. It was on a channel. Some I can't remember what it was. It wasn't a very good talk show, though, to, to be honest with you, because it seemed like maybe he might have talked too much. Ah, uh, there's no shows like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like a podcast. <laughs> but but Knoxville brought up that I lived up the street from him. And he's like, oh yeah, I was serenaded once or something like that, and that's all he said. But uh, uh, so he but, pretends to not know. He other probably than that, knew about I your never, I never shit. really talked to Rollins in all eight. You know, I don't know, fifteen years. He probably lived by me. He had, he moved before I did. One time, someone a bum set a fire across the street from his house. Accidentally, like their camp caught on fire, and everyone like ran down to watch the fire, and he was there, but he didn't talk to me. Like he was pretty, he was really to himself. Every once in a while, you'd see a young lady, like, like that. You could tell he was briefly dating, like, like in front of his house. But I, other than that, like, it didn't seem like he had company over very often. Yeah, but you guys have met probably a lot of your heroes, like in your line of work, 
Like, who's just been the coolest? The coolest? Yeah. Brad Pitt was cool. Brad Pitt was super cool. He did, yeah. Brad Pitt was super cool. Leonardo DiCaprio was super cool. I've never met him, I don't think. He's really into animals, and he came up to me. I, I, I hope I, I guess I didn't tell this story. So I was at some event, and um, he came up to me, and I didn't know it was him. And um, he asked me about like Wild Boys. He's like, "You're from Wild Boys," and, and um, I talked to him for like an hour about like and all this animal stuff and all that. And I was like, "Oh, that guy was real cool." And then later on in the night, like I saw him like going on his way home, and he's with some gnarly model girl. I was like, "Whoa, that dude has a gnarly girlfriend." You didn't know it was, it was Leonardo it was probably DiCaprio, like Giselle or something like. Yeah, I didn't. And then the next day, my friends like. Yeah, when you were talking to Leo last night, and I was like, that was Leonardo DiCaprio? I was like, whoa, I had no idea. Wow. Like, wow. I'm not very good at knowing if people are stars. Like, But he was super cool. What was Brad Pitt like? He was rad. So fucking cool. What dude. year was this? Dude, it was 2001. <laughs> yeah, that was 2001. Like Legends of the Fall shit, like, like around uh, that time. Yeah, 2001, and... Um, Spike Jones was buddies with Brad Pitt, and so they were like hanging out. And Brad was like, "Dude, I want to be on Jackass." I'm like, really? And like, huh? And uh, and so Spike set it up, and and there was like a TV office that we had, and Brad Pitt's just just hanging out, just hanging out. I remember like I bumped a cigarette off of him. Like he gave me a cigarette. It's crazy, thought, he smokes. I was so surprised he smoked. And in yeah. that movie, Twelve Monkeys, the, to get his character, he said he stopped smoking cigarettes to just get really fucking antsy and fidgety really? oh, wow. and act like he was in a, a mental ward. God, yeah, he I was me- super cool. Like, and I you found remember, a couple. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Like, he gave me a cigarette, and right around, like, right in that in that same sort of moment, I uh, had my skateboard, and I and I went to go do this super difficult like fast plant finger flip trick and I pulled it off for, like in front the, of Brad in front of Brad, Brad Pitt I did my most difficult trick and I pulled it first shot time and wow. I was just like <laughs> I remember like the first thing he said to me too he was like hey how long did it how long did it take uh, for your eyebrows to grow back when they waxed them off wow that's weird yeah. he's a fan yeah he did super cool dude and yeah, you, so cool. You guys did, you like kidnapped him for the show and you did the monkey thing, right? Right, was right, that all right. You guys we, did? We, had one, we, had, we did two bits. One was we uh, put him in line at Pink's, which is this hot dog stand that just always has the craziest line, and uh, kidnapped him. So funny. Which the cops, the, like, we called the cops ahead of time, set it up with the police. Okayed it with them, right? Yeah, we just said disregard, they knew to disregard calls about Brad Pitt being but kidnapped. People were freak, like trying to save Brad, freaking out like, this one dude was like pulling back really hard. Right. I remember Ryan Kingman was there filming with it, like, like, and it was God, like. Bam was so pissed about the monkey suit thing, and he made a good point. He's like, "You have Brad fucking Pitt. Why on earth are you gonna put a fucking monkey, put him in a monkey suit, and cover his face?" Yeah, that's like it, it could is be a good anybody. Point. Right. I got it. I, I know. I thought he had a why, good point. Why but did they do that? The punchline was though with the credits when it's like, um, it said like. Pe- People, well, yeah, like, the monkey it was like get, Brad Pitt in the monkey thing, and then it, he takes his, his the mask off, and it yeah. is Brad Pitt. Oh, so when you first see his name, you're like, oh, that's it. obviously not Brad Pitt. I think that's then what he the reveals idea. So it. It, was, it is a bad idea. It, so people <laughs> were trying to save a monkey, not Brad Pitt. No, no, uh, well, no, 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 The night monkey bit. It was an extension of this bit that I did before that, where I just ran around town like, like, um, like causing trouble just as a as a monkey, and I I swung on this flagpole. Remember that. There's a flagpole. I, sw- I swing over traffic. That was from this thing that Nottis, um did in Transworld, like where uh, he sw- was swinging over like a car. Do you remember that picture? I, I remember. I remember a lot of Nottis. I don't remember. 
happen. I guess uh, Spike took that picture, and he so he knew where this flagpole was. Oh, cool. oh it was wow. amazing. Um, but um, I'm fascinated with like different celebrities and like asking people who the meanest one and who the coolest one was. Mm-hmm. I can t- I can tell you who the meanest one I ever met was. Uh oh. Her name is Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, <laughs> shit. It, it's crazy that all this stuff's come out, like, about Ellen being mean. Because when I met her, I thought she was really mean, like... Where'd like, you meet her? I met her at the VH1 Big and 04, or Big and 05 Awards. And um, it was when her show was, like, I guess she was the, the big thing at the time. And all the, like... Her sitcom or her Ellen show? The Ellen show. Or, or the, the one where she, like, in her... Yeah, her talk, talk show. show. The talk yeah. show, So yeah. she was there, and um, I guess... The, I was in the green room, and there wasn't that many people in the green room, like, and, um, so everyone, like, got to talking pretty good, and, like, someone, like, warned her that, like, one of the toilets was broken, because it was, like, these kind of, like, those fancy outdoor toilets, and she was, like, just gave a really rude response, and, like, she was just smoking cigarettes, like, in her, her Ellen assistant was, was smoking like, cigarettes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wow. so surprised she was smoking, and she's, like, so what do I gotta do? Like, and she's just pissed to be there, and then she comes out on stage, and she's, like, all, like, funny nice Ellen you know like the, the person that they think she is wow. so I talked to her and um I, I she had no interest in talking to me at all she <laughs> like and yeah she hate I don't know she seemed to hate me but then she seemed just to hate everyone so I wasn't surprised when everyone came forward saying that Ellen is a tyrant yeah well what about working with Britney Spears did you both you uh, Britney, she, she, she was perfectly she sweet was cool. she was cool super spot. nice she yeah. was perfectly sweet and if anything she was just I, I thought Britney Spears was insulated by like you know people trying to keep you away from her but like if you could get to her she was down she was there. just she was really nice. Yeah, super nice yeah, yeah and it was crazy because remember there was a helicopter flying above just because they knew that Britney Spears was out there filming. Really? Uh, paparazzi in the yeah, helicopter. Like, yeah, oh, that's next wow. level. That is next level. Yeah. Like, Especially, like, what does it cost to get a helicopter up in the air? You know, it's, it's not insane. a drone. Yeah. It's a fucking... Oh, like, like, I can tell you what yeah, it costs we know what that costs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. To maybe get a photo. It's a huge investment. And what about working with Kim Kardashian? She was cool as hell. I heard yeah. she was nice. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's uh, super, super laid back, like... You know, I met Kim Kardashian a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. I've always heard she was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Who have you met that wasn't so nice? Um, Lindsay Lohan. No, nah, Lindsay Lohan was always super sweet to me. I, I partied with her a lot. Okay, I remember um, hearing some of those party stories. Yeah, yeah. Lindsay Lohan. I, I partied with her a lot. One time, she came over to my apartment and uh, was locked. Immediately locked herself up in the bathroom, like uh, with like one of her friends, and then it turned out that. She had left her wallet in my bathroom at my apartment. So she reached out to try try to get her, her wallet back. Now, meanwhile, while she was at my apartment, I pulled out a video camera on her and, like, just filmed some stuff that made her, like, pretty uncomfortable. And uh, then the next day, she's like, hey, I left my wallet. Can you bring it to me? And uh, I fucking brought her back her wallet and made her sign her release form for the footage. <laughs> I, I traded her. I was like, wow. yeah, yeah, here, here's your, wallet. here's your wallet, but just for, can you just sign this? Because <laughs> you were going to use it in like one of your own videos. Yeah, I wanted to use it in one of my own videos. It wasn't anything like that bad. No, it's nothing. It wasn't anything that bad, but it just also was like, I just stuck a camera in her sure. face and it was like super I've seen, aggressive. I've seen the footage. I think at the time it's like, she was like a paparazzi, you know, right. it was when she, she was, was on preyed fire. upon. Yeah, so yeah. any like, her partying like for you to pull out a camera like this is the last thing i want to see yeah, i think that's when that, she started hiding in the bathroom 
Because of you. Yeah. And then you're like, you're like, Lindsay, I want to show you a trick with this knife on my nose or something like yeah, that. that. And she just out. refused to come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, did you told me a story about like partying with her in New York and like her having like two SUVs and like bodyguards and like muscling people out of the bathroom so like you can Yeah, there's a little bit a little bit of that. I don't know if these are private stories that um, maybe yeah, just yeah, maybe you should avoid those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I'm not gonna. I, I well, maybe. here I'll say this: there was uh, at some point. I feel like it was in the news that she had like a, a list of. There was something that got like leaked, and it came out, and it was like in her handwriting, and it was like she had written a list of like famous men that she had been in bed with. Yeah, oh. and uh, I. I I, she she had she had mentioned some of that. Stuff. I remember you telling telling me about asking her about them and like who was the best and like who had the smallest wiener. She, she yeah she she did critique. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is there a best we can get or any sort of? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Fair enough. But wait, to for Chris's question, who was the least cool celebrity you met? Oh boy, we're about to say some not very nice things about a bunch of celebrities, and I don't even feel bad about it. But you know what I do feel really bad about is the awful garbage I have been putting in my body. My diet has gone to absolute hell. Here at Graceland, they've got this rock and roll cafe where I ate fried cheese. That was my best option mozzarella sticks and oh dude it's so bad but the one thing saving me is athletic greens baby it's just right here comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition you know what that means this gives me all of the nutrition i need it's saving me from my terrible diet on tour Okay, it's got 75 different vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics. It helps gut health, it helps digestion, it helps with brain work. I mean, it really helps me think better. I'm telling you, I love it, I swear by it, I use it every day, and it is saving me from myself. And if you go to athleticgreens.com slash Stevo, you'll get an entire year's supply of immune-boosting vitamin D, plus five of these comprehensive daily nutrition packets completely for free with your first purchase so get on over to athleticgreens.com slash stevo and get healthy yeah dude now let's talk crap about celebrities me the least cool and not uh, because you were being like annoying or right 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 right, right. <laughs> because, so because, I'll take all those out oh well then everyone was pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah who's the who's the guy that you, yeah, you got into vegas mike ness and he or yeah, yeah, he was that guy he, he, he wasn't un uncool at all i remember i mean dude like i'm always annoying or at least i was really annoying and uh, I remember Kid Rock was with Pamela Anderson mm. in like 
again, there was like 2001. And I was like, yo, dude, oh man, let me show you this trick. Oh man, let me show you this trick. And I'm like balancing the cup and I'm trying to lay down. And like, he just fucking kicked me. <laughs> he just straight kicked me and uh, knocked the cup off my head, ruined my trick. I re- wow. Oh, I remember like, I, it might have been at this party, like, we went to like some, it was like Stuff Magazine or one of those men's yeah, magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after it, we went to like the after party and like, I saw, I remember seeing Kid Rock with his chick. I thought it was like this gnarly, like stripper looking girl. And once again, I didn't recognize the, the star. It was Pamela Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> but I was blown away by how, like. That was, that was actually where it was a Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. Fucking Stuff Magazine party. That was where Kid Rock kicked me. Yeah. In the it, middle of my trick. <laughs> In the middle of my trick. Well, you do, you, you would just go up to people and be like, let me show you a trick. Yeah. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, can I show you a trick? Yeah. That's what he did it to everyone, not even celebrities, though, when we first met him. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, dude. I remember, like. What, uh, what was your go to trick? Though I balanced the cup on my head and Why? drank it with touching with my Why hands. Why would you want to show people that? Just yeah, know but dude, I remember a lot of people were not fucking stoked on I remember Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction. <laughs> he was in the middle of it. was way before even Jackass. And, and uh, in, in like a crowded nightclub and he's trying to just navigate his way through the crowd. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude, dude, let me take this out. He hated it. And, uh, and they would watch the whole trick and be like, right? cool. And uh, and Prince was super a jerk to me. I remember I was like I was like oh Prince Prince dude oh, let me let me show you a trick and so I'm doing my trick and, and I had uh, uh, this this model girlfriend and he, and and he turns to my the, my model girlfriend he's like does this impress you <laughs> like he said it in a real condescending dick way and you were she, famous by this time already yeah 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 and oh and, my uh, and my model girlfriend said yeah it's actually pretty pretty impressive you should you should check it. Out or something, and he was just. Oh my but yeah, cool. but, but Chris makes a very good point that like, like I, I definitely inspired a lot of people to be jerks to me. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps you set them up. But I remember uh, one of the first or second nights we ever hung out. Like we were at the hotel that we were staying at in Miami for Jackass, and we were climbing on like the balcony or something. And the security guy guard like rolls up on a golf cart, and he's like, "Hey, you guys got to get down." And the, you're like, "Dude, it's cool." And you'd like jump down, and you did like you like did a press to handstand for him to like show that it was cool. Like, and I was like, "He's like, yeah, you did that for me before at a bar, and I bought you drinks." <laughs> you know what? Uh, wh- I think the word might be in. Corrigible. For sure. Well, we talked about when when your sister was on the show, we talked about how when your parents would have guests over, they would make you and Cindy come perform tricks for them, like perform for them. That's true. Do you think that, like, led to you when you meet someone, you want to show them a trick? That's like your go to instinct. It's, and I uh, think it could be from that. It very well could be. That's that's uh, that's insightful. I was thinking that when I was editing it, I was like, oh my god, yeah. maybe that's where it comes that's from. Let me swim a hundred laps for a dollar for you. <laughs> yeah, right. it's like a new person, like a new friend. Like, let me show you a trick. Like, let me right. perform. Yeah. What am I? That's heavy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, dude. And and let me say too, like having watched our first episode, like I fucking am so grateful for you, dude. I mean, I just fucking love you so much, man. And, and uh, particularly as we reflect on what an annoying douche I've been over the years. Like, uh, your unwavering love and support of me. I love just, you, too. And, and and I didn't think you were being anno- you were annoying. I think, I think, but, I, yeah, when I said that, like, it was maybe the celebrities might have taken you as, as aggressive. Right. I, 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 like, I, I, I can be a lot to handle. Overly friendly. 
Yeah, my problem is too that when like the more a person excites me, the more amplified my approach to them is. Yeah. So it's kind of like 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 people stutter when it's most important for them to not stutter. Right. Uh-huh. Like I'm you the get biggest. More I'm the biggest douche when it should be important to me to not be a douche. Right. No, but you <laughs> like when we have somebody on the podcast that you really want to have on, like you're really. Uh, like articulate you know i'm sure the drugs and alcohol didn't help at all the case but like when you have somebody here like you, you're not overzealous or anything like that like you just y- y- it takes you a little bit longer to get to the point but like you don't you don't go crazy no yeah, yeah. you're not so much this way now the way yeah, that we're come describing a long way. Yeah. I, i've never known you like that yeah. since i've known you you know oh yeah that you were just excited you were just happy yeah. to be there yeah you know the people and at least you were nice you know the worst people are the people not the big celebrities like Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio. It's always those fly-by-night celebrities that like are like big one day and then gone the next that think they're like the biggest deal in town. Like those are the ones. Like the situation. That guy wasn't he yeah, weird to you? He he was uh, he was a jerk to me. The situation. Yep. Yeah. He didn't happened? like your trick. It was on the the. Was it in the MTV Awards? The MTV VMAs, or no? Sorry, it was the MTV Music Award, the MTV Movie Awards, and we were there to promote Jackass 3D. And uh, like, I went up to the situation on the red carpet. And you were sober. I was sober. Yeah. Huh. And I went up to the situation, and. Uh, he cool guyed me. I forget. I forget what. He's just uh, too cool, though. He snubbed you. He was too cool. He snubbed me. You were like, I hey, think dude, I might like... have been. I think I might have been barging into his interview and interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> and I was making I was fun of him. Sober. <laughs> I haven't seen anything of that guy since that comedy special. Like. Uh, you were on. Nah, I wasn't oh, you on. You were on that one. I wasn't on the one, but he was on the, what, the yeah, roast? Uh, that, roast. He was on a roast. Trump, and, didn't he? Roast Trump? He, like, uh, perhaps. It, it was It was pretty gnarly. It was, it was bad. Pre- it was pretty gnarly bomb. And uh, and, he, and certainly... He, yeah, he really bombed. How, how, how but were all I'm, the, not, I'm not trying to, to, no, to, to beat up on him too much. You know, I, I think... Uh, how, were, how were all the stars when you did the, the celebrity roast? Were they all, I mean, pretty cool? They were cool. They were super cool. The, um... The clip of Amy Schumer saying that Ryan Dunn joke kind of went viral when it was like right. Chris Rock's I joke. Mean, let, let's be clear that Amy Schumer was not uh, saying anything disparaging of Ryan Dunn. Sure. Her, the, the thing was that uh, she, you know, the, there was nothing like wrong about what she, she said. Oh, your friend died, and you know that's so sad. But like I was along with everybody else, thinking, man, why couldn't it have been Steve-O? Right. You know. <clears throat> so it's like. I mean, I don't know. Well, like, she I, probably... think she, I think she caught a lot of uh, of, of grief for that. That I, I don't think that. Well, I'm not saying we should pile under. I just saw right, it go right, viral right. recently. And... I uh, actually, you know, myself, I got carried away in, in in all of the grief that was being thrown at her, and and I at one point reached out to, uh, you know, to just try to say, hey, like I was fucking was. I'm not proud of how I handled this situation. I was I was a jerk and I contributed to it, and uh, we made we uh, made everything really nice. And now whenever I see Amy Schumer getting grief for that to this day, it just yeah. I, I don't like it. Like yeah. I, I don't think she deserves it, and, and it bothers me. Good. Do you guys have any cool Ryan Dunn stories, parting together or anything like that? <clears throat> so, uh, Think of something in particular. <laughs> Can what? we get you to squeeze a word in edgewise? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? I'm just I'm doing my thing where I won't shut the fuck up. And no, 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 no. But this is interesting. This yeah, is all. Not. This is all cool. This is great. But yeah, you guys first met Ryan on the first season, or not even? Ryan, even Ryan Dunn was actually like watching him. He was by far my favorite of all those guys from Pennsylvania. Like, I, I think thought he Deco. was so funny. I think D Deco too, but Deco never really came out in Jackass like. Strong. Right, right, like, right, right. Deco was amazing in CKY, but, but, uh, but like on Jackass, I thought I just liked Ryan's like yeah. personality. Like first thing I ever saw him was that backwoods crap, and I was like, I mean, dude, how insane is it that Ryan Dunn was okay with being called Random Hero? Can you imagine, like, if someone tried to give me the name Random Hero? How fucking incensed I would be! I'd be like, no, like you know. <laughs> he likes like, the name Random he, Hero. Like, yeah, he was just so he had no ego. No, no ego saying. at all. You know, he was like, amazing. He had a great vibe. Like, you, you you have no ego too. Like, try try not to. Like, yeah, I think hopefully I don't. Yeah, and 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 it, it's it's wildly impressive. That's one thing I gleaned from listening back to lack uh, of ego though. Like, oh, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, it's lack of ego also can. Kind of, I think it's hurt me because to be like, like an entertainer or someone that's like, like being famous, like you need some sort of ego to a point, you know, like for the sake of your career, like you yeah. got to believe in yourself, like I yeah. mean, which is different than having a big ego, but you know, a lack of ego can also hurt you. Like I, I, I see, I see how that works, and and you know, like what I was gonna say is listening back to our first podcast together, you, uh, you really like eloquently articulated that you're not you know like they, they you are you, you came into the entertainment industry but that re you never really identified with like the whole show business kind of a hollywood thing and, yeah. and you know you feel like you, you still don't identify that way and um you know it's just not what makes you tick and, yeah, and i think just... that from a career perspective the it does yeah. work against you. Yeah, if you're it, not. It, it would help if I was a little more, yeah, like, like shameless self promoter, yeah, ego, yeah, egomaniac. Because like, I, yeah, I just it would it it would help a you know to a point you know because I mean every everyone like rock stars actors they, they are right. like you know they have egos to a point like it would help because I was just never like I want to be famous I never I want to be famous right. and then I just became famous like and right it, but i think you it like it does work against you to to a degree but at the same time like you're this special like unicorn kind of you know like like uh, whenever you pop up it's well, like it's more it's more something fucking well that's dope. a nice thing to say that's rad thank you like i i think i think um yeah it to be like look at you got to be look at me to a point you know like right. and so i'm trying to be better about it too like, yeah but uh like and and also like on Jackass, we all have our role, you know. It I think a good thing about Jackass is like the variety of people that we happen to just land with, like how it, you know it was never meant to be like a little person, a big guy, etc. <coughs> right. But it just happened to be that way. But like a, as like Jackass went on, everyone kind of knows where they fit in and what sure. you know, like where someone's strengths are. And I think now when you say that uh, you know you're you're gonna work on being more like sort of uh of an attention seeker well yeah, that's how i'm hearing it and i like that because i've been i've been trying to 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 encourage you to to get into creating content and yeah. you know running a youtube channel putting up videos like i really think that that is the way to the future and it is, so huh? creative too i mean dude you are so creative and and when i just think of like a chris pontius <laughs> youtube channel and like how fucking 
genius and just wonderful your your videos will be well I, at well, big brother you were my favorite writer oh thanks you know and and that's uh, <laughs> I, that's rad and i love writing and in but in it's like you know everything anything that you do creatively it's all like filming like doing music writing it's all the same thing it's just what it's just like the palette that you're doing it on but yeah i think i'm i'm good Everybody, I'm gonna have my YouTube thing soon, <laughs> and me and Steve are gonna film film one very soon. Hopefully, not long after you see this. Yeah, maybe, I maybe, promise. Maybe Steve can break a bottle We already have the theme of it. Steve made it up. <laughs> Is it live? Can people go subscribe? Um, it's not live yet. Oh, was it live now? It's been live. I, I, dude, if, you, if you if you type in youtube.com slash Chris Pontius, you can subscribe. It's, it's gonna have a Chris Pontius band. Like I. I it, it was taken. That URL was taken by like some random, and, but they were inactive with it. So I reached out to my guy at YouTube and I was Amazing. like, hey, here's this inactive fucking thing. Let's swipe it from them. And uh, and so we took it over. And um, and I was like, Chris, dude, I got a present for you. And I showed him, I made him a banner. Paul made him a banner. And uh, we got to hurry up before that gets swiped for inactivity. <laughs> yeah. I promise I promise we'll have that out. We're going to film it very soon. Yeah. I think it'd be sick. No, you can even made, set up the YouTube thing and everything. So I'm like, Chris, here's, I gotta your, do here, it. I'm like, Chris, here's your YouTube uh, password, login info. Like, it's ready to go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and dude, like, I, I've been so pushy and trying to be like, Chris, Chris, it's all about content. You got to always do it. But it's just a question, I think, of us getting together and fucking... Just banging it out. You yeah, know? I like, promise. I promise to you, and I promise to everyone. Well, though I, I, I do need to do that. And, and you're right. It is the future doing these things, and not I mean, stuff has changed from like making TV shows, and yeah, like it definitely has changed. And I'm like, you know, I've been talking to this person, that person about like making this TV show and that. And dude, it, fuck that, dude. I've, I've, it's banging your head against a wall trying to sell a TV show. And these I days. think, yeah, and I think even the the worthwhileness of it, like even like monetarily, right. it's. It's that the television is just a fucking. Was your first YouTube video uh, him breaking a bottle over your head? I, I put up two at the same oh, time yeah. on the same day. One was my uh, fake condom, my fake used condom prank, yeah. and the other one was Pontius. Uh, breaking the bottle on my head. Maybe no. you could break the bottle on his head. No, nah, we first don't need video. to do that. Pontius is so. But, Pontius doesn't need to resort to self-harm the way I do. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking, I've never had a bottle broken over my head. Break you it over in it. your own head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you need that. I did uh, I did get together with Jeff um, yesterday or the day before to work uh, to work on Shark Week. And oh, okay. Which we, uh, like, I don't, I had, had we done Shark Week when the last time we talked? No. Mm -mm. Like, you know, like all Dude, this it was has like happened. The, the, the last podcast we did was episode 29, which was just crazy. It was like a year ago. <laughs> dude, oh, well. way more, dude. It was, yeah. it was in that, like the, the fucking man. white hot fucking peak of the lockdown. Like the initial. Yeah, it was. 81 weeks ago. So. No. So okay. we did the first Shark Week special and <laughs> Poopy's got bit. It went great. It was amazing. But I think, I think we've universally agreed like not to push it with sharks anymore so right we're trying to write ideas that are like 
We want we got to follow up on everything with poopies and and like. Dude, and, we had poopies on the podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, what a sweetheart! It, it, it was. I, I was a jerk to him. Like I said to Paul, I was like, I started the poopies podcast, and I'm like, so so your thing is that you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it no, came, but you were like, so you're like really dumb, huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, I'm like, so you're yeah, I'm like, so you're really dumb, you know, like and. and uh, I, I don't think that there was like, um, you know, I wasn't trying to be mean. I didn't have meanness in my heart, but it came off like pretty shitty. So you're broke and dumb, right? <laughs> we did this Twitter watch party. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't think you were involved with it, but it was a, it was like a week ago or something. And Aaron was on there and he took some comments that I made as offensive. And I didn't mean them in as offensive ways, but he got really mad. And apparently like he left. Like oh. the Twitter feed, and like, and Dave was on the phone with him. You know, dude, I, I, I'm glad that you brought this up because as I drove over here, it occurred to me as something I wanted to to bring up. I think that that the extent to which Danger Aaron has been bullied, particularly when it's off camera uh-huh. and like there's not really any good reason for it, it's just like. I, I wish that I could spearhead a movement or not, you know, but I just wish that danger would not be bullied so much. I wish he wouldn't also, but it's that said, like, I think the fault is like having him in the position where he can like when he, he just talks for the sake of talking. Like, I know my role on Jackass, you know, like is to like a, a big part of what I do is is like like saying funny stuff. Right. Yeah. And so when we're filming and like that's I know I'm standing there like ready to like say funny stuff and help improve bits he's just jumping in front of me yelling crap that yeah. it's not not worth hearing that's why he makes me so mad and it's like you're all right i don't jump in front of you while you're getting like you know in the middle of the cup test and like say look at me like so right. that's basically what you're doing like in you're you're hurting the movie and you're hurting what like my participation in it. and that's why it pisses me off and it really pisses me off yeah it does it, it does it, now now let me tell you this um I remember when they were assigning uh, the way that we would be broken up for the press junket uh-huh. for Jackass Forever, and I got an email that said, it's you and Pontius and Danger Aaron. And and I, I wrote back immediately. I said, hey, I really don't think it's a good idea to, to sit Pontius and Danger Aaron together for hours and hours of interviews. Like, it's just not going to end well. No. Because, because I knew from having spent time with Danger and you guys separately. Yeah, I I knew that Danger Aaron was at a breaking point, oh. and I knew that you were like they're like both of you guys. And like, I was ready to break someone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For, <laughs> like, for sure. Or him in particular. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And and I just I like it, it breaks my heart because while there is absolute validity to what you're saying. Yeah. You know, like, um, I just know I, I'm not even gonna say who's right or who's wrong. I'm just gonna acknowledge. That he's at a breaking point. Oh yeah, no, and I don't, I don't like making Aaron. I don't, I, I don't like to, to like make him feel bad. And I love Aaron, and we talk all the time. Actually, like Good. it's when we're filming that he makes me mad. Like, right. But Aaron's rad, and it's just, it's, it's really just a matter of not having him in the position to be doing that. Really, like. Right. I brought sorry. it up with Danger talking about him being bullied. Really, What's he it, it was a clip on our channel. Yeah, it was a clip on a channel that that did really well. It did really well. You know, I mean, <laughs> strong I, clip. I, I, I I'm down for participating in everything that that's that's on camera and that like mm-hmm. makes sense and that. But it's just like when it's off camera, like I've never 
I've never bullied Danger. Yeah. I, like, off camera, I don't think. I don't feel I bully him off camera. I feel, I mean, if anything, it's like, well... Like, I mean, it's whenever he steps on me talking or interrupts right. me or talks right, over right, me. Right, and right. It, it's so frustrating. In, right. in it. So, I mean, it it, it hurts me. It's so me funny. Like, the, 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 this is like Chris... Uh, expressing how I feel when I'm doing my comedy show and people are yelling shit out during my act. That's right. a good topic. Drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, so, so yeah, does that happen a lot, like, when you have to deal with a heckler? Yeah, every show. I, I, yeah. I, I got into therapy for it. I literally fucking went on better help and got fucking therapy because I can't, I, I fucking can't handle it. Really? It's you, already, so you already talked about it in therapy? Yeah, dude, I've, had, did, did I've, get, had, I've had numerous sessions. Did they get to the root of it? I mean, it's just like, I mean, basically it was like I had to do inventory on it, you know? Well, that's, and, and the thing of parting, to, part of being a comedian is how you, how good you are dealing with, with yeah. hecklers. I actually kind of like hecklers to a point. Like, well, I, I mean, the, the word heckler conjures up notions of wittiness and like challenging the comedian. Yeah. But the reality of heckling is just, it's fucking drunk shitheads that are just yelling out with bad timing so they 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 stomp on your joke they fucking oh they yeah ruin your joke it's, it's 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 everything that you're describing about danger aaron yeah but doing that during your show yeah that's not like a heckler in, in the sense that like yeah your stereotypical sense of it like just challenging the comedian right. to a joke contest yeah they, they really are messing up your show right i had it, a guy actually do that to me at a show a while back and what i did I, like, you can't always do this. I invited him up on stage and then... Choked he, him out. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't choke him out. He was a really aggressive, really drunk heckler. And I invited him up on stage and I, and I put him, like, in the corner like he like he was going to do something. And then I just, like, forgot about him and I went back to my show. <laughs> so he stood there, like, awkwardly for, like, ten minutes, like, looking around, like, thinking yeah. he was going to get called. And then he was like, oh, and he just, like, walked off. Wow. That's yeah. just, smart. I, I didn't mean it for to be smart either. It just happened. Like I just put him in the corner, right? Yeah. But then he didn't know what to do because he all of a sudden was on stage, and but not being asked to do anything, right? Like wow, that's pretty. I funny. put him in an awkward situation, right? But, I, I, I want to ask you two questions. The the one would be: Do you have a favorite jackass bit that you've done of all time? And then do you have a favorite jackass bit for forever? I'm going to answer for Chris, and his favorite bit that he's done of all time is the opening of the new movie. I'm pretty stoked on the opening of the new movie. <laughs> wow. It I'm sure that's amazing. been asked a lot in the press junkets, but I was just... I mean, you know. if you think about it, like, like the, the box office performance of Jackass Forever, while it was successful, it was number one, like, still, it, it got fucked by COVID. So as we're saying this, there's probably a great number of people who have not seen Jackass Forever, even though it's now available for home, like you can get it on iTunes and, you know, home mm -hmm. video. And when you get the digital home video version, it comes with like 40 minutes of, of extra shit, which is all awesome shit too. But there's just a lot of people that haven't seen the, the grand opening sequence mm. of Jackass Forever, and it's fucking awesome. You want to give them a little breakdown of what I, it is? A little taste? Well, all right. So my... Pull your pants I down. will, without giving, <laughs> without spoiling it for anyone. I mean, you can... I, I'll just say i'll just do it best i can I without spoiling spoil. like what happens in it my penis is in a monster costume and it's dressed up like a monster so the, i actually have some things i want to actually talk about the experience of, of filming For sure this. i mean so, dude, i remember on the set like you're like you're in, the middle, you're in the yeah. middle of this big <laughs> miniature set pubic makeup like this big miniature set you're underneath and there's just all this fucking machinery and your dick got like fucking caught 
in like That's like gnarly. a cog, like some cog of machinery. It was the gnarliest. What what like, machine? So, dude, it was. <clears> they <throat> had they had like they had the the like Oscar award winning fucking <laughs> best puppet puppeteer team. Pu the guys that did the puppeteering from like Ghostbusters and like the like the top like demolitions to, people to put and makeup I'm on, on this your cart dick? that is like no, they, 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 they had fucking they, they were puppeteering his dick was a puppet yeah and they couldn't figure out how to attach <laughs> it you know they couldn't figure out how to attach my dick to the thing to puppet it off to make it stand up that way and crazily enough my wife actually came up with the apparatus like on you can yeah. even notice like at the beginning, like it's it's like standing up. It's just kind of weird. You can tell someone's pulling it, and then it later on, it's like held up really good. And um, she came up with like this like weird thing that we got from a wilderness store, and like it ended up being the perfect thing. And it, Dude, I yeah. wish we had it the whole time. It wow. may saved the day big time. How, now, how here, long? Here's the thing. Like his 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 penis gets painted green, like to be like this fucking dinosaur monster, you know? Anything except Godzilla. Kaiju, as they call them in Japan. So they've got this fucking miniature city for like the miniature shots. They had the whole Paramount lot, which is New York City, and they had fucking huge cranes throwing fucking cars, explosions, everything. Like, like it was a $3 million is fucking gnarly. shit. And there's a slot like that, that my... My penis and my balls are going through, and I'm under the table. And there's a plat, there's like a rig that it's like on wheels or something that like, like, yeah, it enables me to travel under the table. So, like, when it's too tight, like it gets caught, like your balls get caught or whatever, it's gnarly. But the thing that I, I have some thoughts to share about my whole I mean, experience, please, I've sure. never even mentioned. So, the first thing we did for preparing for this bit, like, we actually it was first going to be a bit, and then it ended up, and we had a way scaled down version of it. But then when we started to film it, they're like, oh, this is too funny. We got to make this the opener. But anyway, so I meet with like this makeup artist guy. We're in this like room basically together. And like he's got to paint my dick in, in all this and put all these like these like scales on my the like the backbone on my dick and all these things. And it's so awkward. Like you always think in the back of your mind, what if like I, I accidentally boner. got a boner, you know, and it would right. create this really awkward situation because my dick's literally in this guy's hands. And like, <laughs> you know, just by not wanting to get a boner so bad, what if I got, it made me get a boner. Did you get like, a boner? You know how that happens when you're sure. in class. You... Don't think of a pink elephant. Yeah. So like, so <laughs> no, I didn't get a boner and not even close. I was fine. But then like, um, like, um, like, but there's always that fear, you know, and when you're doing it, like, so, you know, you get talking and try to just ignore the fact that this dude's holding your dick and Small like painting it and putting like little eyes on your dick and like, and, but the awkwardness of if I accidentally did get a boner, <laughs> like, did he, did he um, have nice hands? Um, no, not that I remember. Did he like, have a gentle touch? <laughs> did he tickle a little bit? No, but. How'd the brush feel? <laughs> it felt fine. The thing was like, after when, um. Like, um, when my wife later on, like, came in to help me clean it up with some oil, because, like, I don't want him to have to be the one scrubbing it. Then when she was doing it, I almost got a boner. And it was almost embarrassing for me to get the boner in front of, even though he wasn't the one scrubbing my wiener. Like, it wow. still would have been awkward. Like, sure. But I, I stopped myself from getting a full boner. But, but still, like, you know, like, heavy with blood. Like, really heavy with blood. But, like, so, but anyway, like, while filming the bit, I actually, like, is trying to be professional like is the monsters in is like you know like getting more and more excited going through town like destroying the stuff i did think in my head like to try to get 
If you watch, if you watch the intro, you'll notice the monster does like get more and more excited. Yeah. <laughs> I did do that purposely. Like, like I try to like I get myself right on the edge of like a little more excited. Like make the monster a little bigger. Control the blood. Like push a little more and more wow. blood into the into him to make the monster more excited without getting a boner. Because if he gets a boner, then it then. Number one, it's awkward. It, Number two, it's NC-17. It makes it, it cha- yeah, it changes the whole rating of the movie. If you get a so. boner, it's NC-17? Yeah, you can't shit. Our rating doesn't work for a hard dick. But dude, like... They, you know that perfect place you are, like, right after you come? For sure. Like, dude, that, where great. you're not hard, but, like, your, your dick said it's absolute best looking. You aim for that. You're never going to get there because it's too close to a boner. <laughs> but you, that's what you're aiming that's for. That's a lot of pressure for your dick. Dude. It is. It, dude, the, it's a uh, mental game. Yeah. The, the opening sequence was the last thing we filmed, right? <laughs> oh, really? The last thing we and and, to, and the the very last thing with the with the the turtle biting his dick and Knoxville saying I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass was like the actual last last shot. That's cool. And we were like way over hours. It was like fucking midnight. Yeah. Everyone was so like this this opening sequence we we never even got a crew photo you know like yeah, on, no. on the from the 3D Seriously, movie like they had the whole crew in front of that big rainbow mm-hmm. there was no crew photo everything went over it, we were already into extra days and they they had committed to this 3 million dollar yeah. budget like for it the can't opening. go wrong like, and they had no fucking idea if it was even going to work. And the fact that they didn't know how to attach the wiener. Did, they, they work did, what, like on camera? They like, didn't know that, like, uh, whatever you did on the day when it was just supposed to be a bit, uh-huh. you didn't get too deep into the fucking logistics of it because they had no fucking idea if the whole bit was going to work and they were committed yeah. to three million yeah, bucks. Yeah, well, so, of, also because of the COVID situation, <laughs> like, all the, like, different professionals involved hadn't gotten together to have a proper powwow. So the puppeteers hadn't talked to, like, the set designers. And to make this whole thing work, like, it wasn't really figured out. So, anyway, my balls are the feet of this monster, right? Right. So, my they didn't know, they couldn't make my balls sit on top of the table. So, knock, Johnny Knoxville actually had to volunteer, but bravely volunteered himself to, to, like, he crawled under the table into this tiny space to ho- physically, with his hand, hold my balls up there. So it would it could be the feet like which is so rad that we're you know yeah. wow I mean you know, it's just, that's that's a bro it that's is a bro, a bro. <laughs> you know <laughs> to, to forget about like anything like that and just realize it's just skin and and like yep. to do that to make it work because that's the only way my balls were gonna like. And right. Well, they they actually had little baby feet that were supposed that, that were like mechanically supposed to push your balls up. Yeah. Like, uh, but the feet didn't work. Yeah. Like so, so much about it didn't fucking work. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god. And they like, hadn't really figured it out. Like, they didn't know if it, they did. They hadn't figured out shit. Yeah. Wow. Which and, is frustrating. And, as and hell. they didn't know. Like they didn't know what they were doing. And there yeah. were millions of dollars committed to wow. it. Wow. Yeah. It so, came out. It, it worked. It worked out beautifully. <laughs> But it was crazy. Like it was, it was such a gnarly set, and like Spike just ran that. Like, yeah. But yeah, they didn't. They didn't know if it was gonna if it was gonna work. And I, I'm in the most uncomfortable position. Also, dude, for, for so how long? Dude, hours and hours and hours and hours. days and days. Yeah, like, hours, three days of the weirdest. Like it had to have been like fucking six hours on multiple days. And you're like squashed in this like like a pancake in there with your back all in the, arched in the most out. fucked up position you <laughs> know in, in order to get his dick positioned the way it needed to be his body was in the most awkward fucking state yeah hmm. so they had to like 
elevate me into this position and I'm like arch so you know the yeah. highest part of me is my and, dick and like all the machinery that was fucking pushing him back and forth and like making it all work like fucking it was crazy it was like heavy machinery that his dick was fucking like <laughs> you have to like go into this zen place while filming yeah. it but you know what like if they did you know if if they offered to make a movie about Pontiosaurus, right. I would I'd be the first one to to, wow. to want to do it because yeah, an it, animated it, like, like a little like it, a TV I just show. thought it was so funny and kids show. So, dude, uh, you you just <laughs> put out these these uh, Pontiosaurus skateboards and and it, it just it makes me so curious about like where the rights for for the I mean. <clears throat> In that case, the skateboard, the person mm -hmm. who drew the Which Pontius, is Sean Cliver. right? So, but so of course, Sean Cliver owns the rights to that drawing. But are there? Is there a bigger like? Uh, is there a copyright to the idea of Pontiosaurus? Well, what about yeah. what about Sarko shirts? What yeah. About, what about that? You mean this shirt that I'm wearing, which is available at chrispontius.com? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about that shirt, Steve? I mean, it is it's such a high shirt. quality. I love it. The the, the I love that shirt. It, that's one of my favorite bits that we ever filmed. Yeah. But, but how is that with the copyright? With, with this all one that? was from a picture that Tremaine took, and Tremaine uh, gave us his blessing. Yeah. He doesn't care. So Pontiosaurus, I'm gonna make um. You know, you saw the promo squeeze toys. I, right, right, right. We're right. gonna make we're gonna make our own, and they're not we're not they're not gonna be exact copies of that one. Right. But like, I I think it's my dick dressed up as a monster. Like, right. how much can you copyright it? Like, right. well, what you can do is you can clone Shame. a Willy, yeah. and then you can paint that green. We, I I, I had something yeah. come over where you, to put Steve's dick in because we I wanted to sell like Steve, oh like a mold like autograph yeah. Steve's dick. Did like, you mold your dick? Wow, it's <laughs> a longer story, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, we still have the mold, and it's my gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can clone your dick and just paint it green and go to like a dildo company and sell replica replicas of that, your. That, of, that, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't whoa. think I am gonna make Pontiosaurus dolls. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Because people people reach out like every day are asking for them. So right. if they want them, like yeah, we're in the process of getting them made right now. Good and and, and uh, there, there should relief. be like yeah for stress should, relief. <laughs> yeah, there should be like more Pontiosaurus merch. I believe. Yeah. So yeah, so the Pontiosaurus dolls are literally in the works right now. I can like, set you up. So with many the, people have wanted them. Yeah, I'll set you up with uh, my secret weapon, my graphic designer. I'll even drop his name right here, Mike Hillier. Woo. Nice. Fucking guy is really? epic. He's oh, awesome. That's good. He, he did the Johnny O boards. Wow. He's done, he did my B's board. Yeah. Wow. He's, he, uh, he's a crazy illustrator. And he yeah, happens that's to be rad. Really a relative rad. of mine. Wow. Yeah, I'd love to talk to him. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, like, so... Yeah, it's if it's it's my dick dressed up as a monster, like yeah. yeah. So we're definitely and people yeah. are like begging for them, like where can I get one? Like so, like well, well you're right. yeah. I mean your boards fucking falu. The boards sold. I mean, granted, I didn't have as many as I would have liked to have had, but but, but there are it, more on the way. So Sean Cliver drew it for his company, Strange Love, and he sold out. Like, he put them up like a week before, and he sold out. Like I think the first day. Can't, I don't know how fast, but ours sold out in thirty seconds. Or something yeah. like thirty seconds. We were, May and I were watching like on like like on on the Shopify thing or whatever, um, or on the site to see like how fast they'd go. And it was like, first minute go a minute goes by and she's like they're gone. Like what? <laughs> like, and like people were like, how did it? Like I had it in my cart ready to go, and it wow. was just a matter of, right? I don't know. Like so. Yeah. Yeah. That just goes to show you that you need to be following Chris Pontius on Instagram. Otherwise, you're never going to even have a chance. I was just, you know, God, I was so bummed 
that that not everyone could get one. So yeah, where they're, they're going to be out soon more. And yeah, I think we're gonna have to do a third pressing too. Like, because I mean, I know that there's going to be like X amount available, but I I know that we're going to. I think more. I think change it up. I think uh, I, I think change it up and do your own artwork so you keep if you can keep more profits because we're gonna, then, and then you own your. We're going to do another board. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely making another board because. Yep. And then yeah, with. Without that, getting yeah, too much into my deal with Sean, but what but, what we'll make another board as an apology for this one? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do love the board. Like I love the shape. It's, it's great. It is a little wide. I know even with shipping, like that, that, it's wider the, than the boxes. Did, did like. you did you choose that board style because that's what you used to ride, or that's what I was didn't available? choose that shape. Like Sean came, or Sean or, or his partner Strange Love might have. It's like a classic shape Nash out. shape. It's, 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 I love I the shape. I don't know about yeah. a Nash it's shape. A real, like, it's a real like late 80s. It's, it's not of the old school or of the new school, but of a distinct middle school. Yeah, it's, a, it's a whole middle school shape. <laughs> middle school. That's what I always consider you a middle school skater. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like H Street Video era. Yeah, like, you are it. such a middle school skater. Like Yeah, like right when Blind came out. Yeah, which was such an important era in skating. Yeah, like, it was. Like... Doing like tricks like stationary on curbs. Oh yeah. And I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm sure. Is middle school like? Is that term like commonly known with the current? I don't I know. Like <laughs> now with skaters, like there's like people like being like '90s skaters with like little wheels, like in baggy right. pants. Like they're like, I'm gonna be a '90s skater. I'm gonna be like a '70s skater. Well, that I mean when the term new school came out, it was like distinctly when the wheels were so small and the pants were so bad yeah like, that's what new school means so oh, yeah. so 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 the, the the middle school would absolutely be the shape of the Pontius yeah, board which i love that shape but but um yeah we're definitely doing a, a different board too as well yeah. just for the sake of being able to put out as many as we want he, not yeah. like cutting into strange love sales how, how many subscribers does the youtube channel have just just up there live I, I, oh, I, I have no I idea. Because if maybe if it gets to a thousand subscribers, you'll do a video. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's, it's we just have to open our calendars. We, we just gotta, like, we have we to like, open our it. calendars, and we gotta make a date to get together. Yeah. And at that point, it's not about. Let's officially make a date. Like we'll right. make it after we do this. We'll we'll make one. In... Yeah, I leave town for a, a, a little leg tomorrow, but yeah. uh, but right when we get back, dude, it's on. Where are you yeah. going, Thank Steve? You, so... you going out on tour? Oh yeah, that's right. I'll be uh, going to what Louisville, Kentucky, and Memphis, Tennessee, and Rutland, Virginia, Charlestown. Uh, West Virginia, fucking uh, Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. It's gonna be quite an exciting run. I have a question about your comedy tours. Is there an area that really is, you know, when comedians like are always like, "Oh, I love playing here," and so on, which you do, like, but is there an area which really is like the funnest area to do your comedy shows? (laughs) I'm not gonna say that. Um, In the states, I mean, I think that like. I enjoy, and and I enjoy a more sophisticated crowd that's not gonna be disruptive. Yeah. And like, there are there there's types of places where the Wilbur in Boston. That dude, super sophisticated crowd, yeah. and, and like, you know, perfect. I definitely noticed that too. Like, I think because yeah. the theater sets the mood too, though. Like, right. In the, it the does. El- elegance. That's definitely true. Like we. I did a show with some of the jackass guys, and I couldn't even hear myself talking. It was just this gnarly, drunk, belligerent crowd. Like, right. and I was standing there, just not. I kind of didn't know what to do. Like, right. And and Wee Man was so rad. Like, he's good at handling hecklers. Like, some guy comes up with like aggressive, like and yelling stuff while he's trying to talk. Wee Man's like, "Can I let me see your phone, dude?" And he 
the guy hands him his phone. We man just hocks the phone into the crowd. Like I was like, whoa, you're aggro. Like that's a good way to handle him too. I mean, I couldn't do it, but the guy yeah. was interrupting the show and, and being right. rude. Yep. And, and um, Jason really put him in his place. And I, he, I don't, I don't I'll tell you what, he didn't shit. do it again. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't. You find know his what? Phone. What was also crazy about that same show? I think that was the show where I put the guy in the corner. That same show. So. Um, um, Dave England felt that Aaron was talking for too long, and so he yanked Aaron uh, off like with a cane, like off the stage, yeah. like Gong Show style. Preston told me about that. Oh God! So Aaron was mad about it already, and I guess like the night before, Dave hadn't been out in public, like away from his family in a while, and he was a little too excited. Dave was like being crazy on stage, like trying to pee on like Aaron or everybody Is else. This the punch. Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, have we talked about that? Well, it's not live on air. Oh, you did after no. the after the show. After the show, like during the meet and greet, everyone's like getting their merch signed and everything, and um, Aaron's actually on the other side of the merch table and just stu- steaming. Yeah, he reached and, um, a breaking point. Yeah, he reached, and Dave's yeah. there, like saying he. Dave kept bumping into the table, and um, May and him and Aaron were on the other side of the table, like selling merch. And, and he just kept bumping Aaron's merch and Aaron's game matter. He keeps bumping my merch. And then finally he just slugs Haymaker Dave. And Dave freaks out and starts like throwing Dave's weird rabbit. Dave has a weird style of punching like these weird like rabbit punches like ah! and like went all aggro and like security like like had to pull him apart and like and that, already. And that's on camera. It's on camera. Dimitri the footage, has the footage. The, the, we're still waiting for Dimitri to unearth this footage. Oh. Yeah, that should be your first YouTube video. Is, uh, <laughs> talking, the, I know. The, the highlights. Yeah, of that talking tour. about God. that. I know. Like we have so much that. Who won the and fight? We man. It got, got, it got separated on, right? immediately. So, I mean, Dave's punches when they were. He, they, I mean, they will add up. Yeah, they were at a, yeah, he's a volume striker. <laughs> he actually knocked, knocked the table upside down and like went for him. And the security like felt so awkward because they were like also fans, but they had to separate these guys and like so like we took him outside and like 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 cooled it down. And then like five minutes later, like Aaron's like trying to like like apologize and he's like trying to he's like you got to put some ice on it, Dave. Like they say, like um, that takes like eighty percent of the swelling off. Or the first like ten minutes is the most important time to ice it. And like they're like hanging out together as bros. Like he got off his chest, and like, but like at the time, and, and Aaron had a big his big like. That's like, a story that needs to. On. That's an unstory. That's a story that needs to unfold. It does at YouTube.com/slash Chris Pontius. Oh, and there's nothing <laughs> stopping. You make a point, Scott. There's nothing fucking stopping. Like everybody listening to this podcast from typing in youtube.com yep. slash Chris Pontius and subscribing so that they can and hit the bell. So Jack that when, ready. Meet and greet fight. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I think that it should just be like the, you know, the, the untold story of the Jackass tour oh, God, of yeah. 2015 or whatever. If Dimitri would only like, like, like get, get that footage available. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him a call. Like, yeah, I, he's got to have great stuff. I mean, dude, tell him that if he doesn't fucking, if he doesn't unearth that footage and produce it and yeah. hand, it, hand it over, that, that you will be going through your drawer <laughs> looking for the right singlet to confront him in. <laughs> <laughs> and now, I wonder how many singlets I have left. I definitely have two. I've got my, like, lava uh, camo singlet. I mean, it's it's I mean, crazy how much how the singlet flatters I mean, the male form. Yeah, and and dude, there's only one singlet for the job, and it's called Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we ever get favorite jackass bit of all time? It oh, was... favorite jackass bit of all time. Real quick, we before had a good we conversation go. going there though. Yeah, but, but, yeah, we got absolutely. sidetracked. Good sidetracking. Like, um, favorite jackass bit of all time. It changes for me all the time. 
like um some like like i i was really like right right when you asked me that i was like oh i love the, the puppet show for the snake because mm -hmm. i just i love that bit because it was the first that bit was the first thing that we filmed when we started jackass 2 yeah, and, and that started to get everyone off. like amped up to yeah. like and a lot of the guys hadn't seen each other for a long time yeah so like that was like to like kind of break the ice so right now today that's my favorite bit but like like it changes for me all the time but yeah i like taxidermy taxidermy was amazing i yeah. mean it's just that that's one that just doesn't fit in like a, a lane it's, it's just this outlier it's amazing. you know of like just a really fucking weird deal. that's where knoxville takes his "Quote unquote grandma yeah. to get, and to she, get her she stuff. Doesn't much left, she doesn't have much time left. And so yeah. I, we're trying to find uh, someone to stuff and mount her. Yeah, it's yeah. So awful. It's, it's ridiculous. And I guess like they had to go to a few different taxes. And they got people. a quote. They, they got, got a quote. quote. Yeah, they're like, I don't know if that's legal, but we'd do it for 20 grand. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> Wait, then, then, and then both of you guys, one last thing then. Uh, do you have a favorite Wild Boys bit? Well, well, I don't know why the Agoris just popped into my mind. But <laughs> Agoris was pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, which, God. Like, you know, we, we tried to film with the Agoris. I don't know if people know that we tried to film Perfect. with them again. Number two. And, and, like, the other guys were just way too, like, the, worked the, up. The, the, the Wild Boys, it, it proved the Wild Boys were far more tolerant, loving, and patient than the, the, <laughs> the total sum of the Jackass cast. Yeah. The Agoris were, like, were, like, they... God, they were are annoying. they the cannibals or something? Or yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, they're these like, cannibal dudes. Like, we, we got great footage with them, with the Wild Boys. The but, Wild Boys yeah. accept, love and accept everybody. <laughs> right. Like, and they're going there to, like, just explore cultures, not force their culture on others. Right. So whatever everyone's doing, they go along with it. So right, right when we met the Agoris, like, they get us, they're like, everybody naked. Black Boom Boom Baba just told us to get naked. So we got naked, yeah, and he starts putting this white stuff on us, and he's like, Burning body ashes, and we're like, oh, yeah. dead body ashes. Dead, dead from, body burning ashes. And like, wow. he's, so he's putting like ashes all over our bodies, and he like yeah. we're rubbing on ourselves, and he just took the liberty of rubbing all over my balls and my wiener. Yeah, like, right. Like I didn't know Black Boom Baba for ten seconds before he did that. Yep. And 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 uh, the Wild Boys are okay with that because we're becoming cultured. Exactly. <laughs> I have a question for you guys, and I don't know if this goes off topic. I with Wild Boys made me think of sharks and all that. When you guys went to South Africa, were you afraid that of like getting attacked by sharks the whole time? Uh, it's all we I, talked I was. about. I was because, well, because in Johannes, well, no, Jeffrey's not Johannes, Bay. in Jeffrey's Bay, <laughs> where all these cunts were fucking. No, there's like only there's only three of us in the water, or like four of us, yeah. and then it was a weird, you know, current, and that was where Mick Fanning got bit yeah. by a shark. Yeah, South Africa is just full of sharks and cunts. <laughs> No, oh, so, so I, was out there. I, I was out there surfing and, then, the lineup. and then two people caught a wave and I was by myself and oh, I was God. like oh fuck and you yeah. can't see anywhere below and I just paddled in yeah, yeah, yeah. the second I was two cons <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. I think we got to fucking call it, man. You think uh, we got enough? I think oh, we got sure. plenty, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think we got plenty. I think I talked a lot. And uh, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to beat myself up. You did great. I think, this I think all the, the behind-the-scenes funniest source stuff was really good, actually. Because I've never talked about that. Oh, yeah. Oh Yeah, we, we, we got it. It was fucking epic. Thanks and for having me to Wild Ride 2. 
Yeah, the return. The return. Of return. I, and I, I can't wait for us to film my first YouTube video. I mean, that's dude, coming soon. No pressure, dude. We're gonna fucking lock a date in the calendar. We're gonna fucking. No make pressure. Uh, April twenty seventh. We have a, a launch date for your website. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm gonna be a YouTube superstar. You are. Dude. You could be. You already <laughs> are. And 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 everything that we've uh, built up, like with yeah. our own audience, we're just gonna like my whole audience is clamoring for your channel all so right. you're just gonna get like all of my audience i like need that. to put more of myself into this world i love it i love it dude let's do it all awesome right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me guys yes. yeah. thank you for being here good night love everybody you too. yeah dude i'd say as promised that was distinctly juicier than the first pontius episode and uh dude not only am i in graceland and doing a show in memphis I'm actually headlining the soundstage theater of Graceland. It's insane. I mean, dude, I walked over there today. It's just Elvis everywhere. It's just like, and my name's on the marquee. I'm so stoked. As always, thank you so much for uh, sticking around to the end of the podcast. Maybe shoot Pontius uh, a post, like, like a screenshot, like I always used to ask and let them know how, how fantastic that was. Maybe let them know um, that you would love for him to actually get off his ass and make a YouTube channel. I've been fucking, I've been hounding him and hounding him to the point where I feel bad. And, and uh, I think we're getting him close to actually making videos. But in any case, enough for me. Thank you, I love you all. Yeah, dude. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.